Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. can listen to Funky Monkey MMA Radio on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, Cast Roller, the TuneIn Radio app, MMAFutures.com, LoveMMA.com, MMARecords.com, and FightBookMMA.com. Funky Monkey Radio is sponsored by Altercation Clothing. If you never back down, then you're ready for an altercation. For the freshest news and notes on all things MMA, get over to FunkyMonkeyMMA.com. Interested in sponsoring the show? Then send an email to funkymonkeymma at gmail.com. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. MMA fans, are you looking for something to set you apart? Then check out altercationclothing.com. Altercation Clothing is a brand with attitude, offering fans and fighters alike a variety of specialty shirts. If you won't back down, then you're ready for an altercation. Altercation Clothing can be found on Facebook at facebook.com slash altercationclothing. Altercation Clothing is a proud sponsor of Funky Monkey MMA Radio. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. Welcome back to another edition of Funky Monkey MMA. I'm Ken Miller, and I am joined by the head of our site, Rob Mead. Our guest today is a lightweight fighter who will be competing for the title at Prestige FC2 on March 12th. Please help me welcome Nick Nyquil Rhodes. Nick, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. It's a it's a featherweight fight. Oh, featherweight. Oh, excuse me. That's uh that's my bad. Then I, I according to Cheer Dog, I think it said it was lightweight, but that this must have been an error on their part. Well, um, nonetheless, it's still uh, the featherweight title fight coming on March 12th. Uh, how has your training camp been going uh, leading up to it? it? It's going awesome. You know, um, uh, I just got out here to Colorado. I've been out here for now for about a week and a half. I did the first uh, four and a half weeks of my camp out in Tucson, Arizona, my hometown. So now I'm out here with Thomas Denny and Team Wildman, and they're treating me great and learning new things and pushing my body to new limits. Yeah, awesome. And uh, now I, I, I got to ask, I've interviewed your opponent, Kurt Southern, in the past, and anyone who's met him knows that he's like one of the nicest guys on the planet, and it's it, is it kind of difficult to maybe fight someone who's kind of like this impossible guy to hate? Who's like like Is that kind of difficult for you, or is it just another fight in your eyes? No, definitely not difficult to me because uh, a lot of people tell me I'm a, I'm a very nice guy. You know, um, fighting thing is just something that's in our blood, and you know, it, it makes it even funner to not have the hate between it, you know, if, if we go out there and we do what we love to do, and that's just bang on each other and then shake each other's hands after. See who comes out the better warrior. And, and uh, uh, did you, I wanted to ask you, uh, how how was it originally that you got involved in the sport of mixed martial arts? I boxed since I was like 13, I, it kind of just fell in my lap. Someone kind of just, I never thought I'd really uh, fight, but someone one day was like, hey, you want me to fight? And I said, sure. And then from there, it just kept growing. You know, I, I didn't really, I, I worked full-time at a fence company. And, you know, I was either going to work 
full-time for a fence company and grow in there or I was going to do something with my life and chase a dream. Now, did you ever have, like, a defining moment during that period where, you you know, like you had a fight or something you realized, hey, this is what I want to do for a career? Probably probably that first amateur fight when, when I stepped in the cage and, you know, uh, they, they gave me a guy that was just, you know, uh, just a normal guy from the streets that thought he knew how to fight and I went in there and the little bit of knowledge I had, you know, I, I did my work and I, I walked out of there first round knockout and right there is probably when I said, you know, I'm going to keep following this and make this my career. Yeah, yeah. And you brought up your amateur career there a bit. Um, I, I thought this was pretty interesting. According, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but according to your shirt art profile, it says that you actually fought future World Series of Fighting Champion Justin Gaethje in your amateur career. Uh, is that, first off, is that true? Yeah, that's true. Is it kind of crazy to think about from your point of view? Yeah, most most definitely. It, it, it helps build me, you know, to see where he's at. You know, it it helps drive me to push myself that I know I could be right there. You know, when I fought Justin Gaethje, I, I had no idea who he was. I was just a little kid in Tucson that never wrestled a day in my life. And then all of a sudden, you know, I guess after after the fight, everyone was like, you know, that kid's going to be the next UFC champion. And I was like, well, I'm chasing him right down then. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, who is your biggest inspiration? In the sport or in life? In general, you know, in sport or life. Uh, my biggest inspiration, probably my grandma. My grandma, she's just a hardworking lady that never let me fail in life, that, you know, always took care of me and my brother and always made sure we had everything we had and was always eating and, you know, just, she she worked for everything she had, and she she would never let me down, no matter what, you know. So she's one person that is a real big influence on me and in my life, my inspiration that helped me to keep driving. Yeah, of course. Uh, now, for uh, the sport, is there are there maybe any specific fighters that you would say were an inspiration? Anyone that kind of maybe you looked up to in the sport and maybe encouraged you to get involved as well? Uh, probably Chuck Liddell. I was watching Chuck Liddell just because I love to watch him knock people out, and then I love to watch people try to take him down, and they can never take him down. And I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. I grew up watching him, you know, but, you know, I know he's not the, you know, everybody has flaws in their techniques, so when I would watch him, you know, I'd try to critique him. You know, I, I really like Mike Tyson. I really like how mean and vicious he is. And then I love Muhammad Ali, the way he boxes and moves the hot, moves his head. And he's never he's hard to hit, and he flicks that jab out there. So, you know, I try to put all three of those fighters in the one to make Nick Nyquil Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, man, all, all the classics. Now, uh, according to your – you said earlier that you are fighting out of Arizona, correct? Or, like, you changed camps, but you're still you're still in Arizona? Uh, right now I'm in Colorado, but yeah, I live in Tucson, Arizona. Okay, and so is there any maybe added pressure knowing that you'll be fighting in your opponent's home country of Canada? Uh, no, that's I love to fight that way. You know, I, I'm. If you look at my record, I love to fight outside of my state. I love to fight outside of Tucson. I love to go into other people's territories and and be the main event and be against their top competitor and and that that's how I feel like the best Nick Rhodes is bring out of me. Right on. And 
<clears throat> out of all those places, uh, where was your favorite place to fight? Uh, so far, my favorite place to fight was probably in New Mexico against the Greg Jackson's guys. Those are always fun fights because they're so intense with their crowd and, you know, just being in New Mexico, it's a whole nother world. And, um, Leading up to this fight, you know, Kurt Southern, he's a pretty dangerous grappler with over half of his wins coming by way of submission. Are you going to look to possibly avoid the ground altogether because of that, or do you feel pretty comfortable wherever the fight goes? You know, wherever the fight goes is is where it's going to take place. Uh, I, I'm a, we're, we're both mixed martial artists, you know, so, you know, if it's on the ground, it'll be on the ground, and I feel comfortable there, or... We want to keep it on the feet. We can keep it on the feet. Just got to go in there and do whatever is best, whatever I feel like the situation needs time for. So if, it, if it's time to stand up, then time to stand up. If he wants to start wrestling and do that stuff, then we can play that game too. When you're going into a fight, then do you kind of devise like a certain game plan going in for a specific opponent, or do you just kind of play it by ear? I know some fighters kind of have their different opinions on that. So can we kind of get your your thoughts on that? I just kind of play it by ear, you know. Uh, I'll, I'll watch a couple couple quick tapes when I first get the opponent's name, get his base, you know. Like you guys said, you know, he, he has a lot of ground wins, commission wins. So, you know, I took that into consideration. And I just got to be wary and know all my defenses to the ground, and I think I'm going to come out on top. Now, when it's all said and done, what do you want people, do you want people to remember you for at the end of your career? That I'm a gamer. That that Nick Rhodes came to fight. That you don't want to step in that cage, and you're, 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 if you step in that cage with Nick Rhodes, you're gonna have a fight on your hands, and he's not gonna lay down for you. Yeah, awesome man. Now uh, this fight will be taking place at the Second Prestige FC event, a fairly new organization. Though they have been signing some really solid names with them. Uh, did anything catch your attention about the promotion, or is it just that they offer you a fight that you were interested in? Um. The most thing that caught my attention was probably the, just the fact that I get to fight internationally. I've never done that, so that's really exciting for me. And um, you know, I, it, the organization for the most part looks way better than any organization I fought for, and I'm really excited to be a part of it while it's while it's new and upcoming. So you know, hopefully we can grow together. Okay, yeah, and you said that this will be your first time fighting internationally, so you'll be leaving the country for the first time to to fight someone. Is that are you looking forward to the new experience? Yeah, I'm way looking forward for the, uh, the experience of leaving and fighting in another country. You know, that's another reason that draws me towards MMA and fighting is that we get to do things like this. You know, um, we might not have the most money at times or stuff like that, but we're able to travel and and fight and meet new great people and see things that a lot of people aren't able to see at their, you know, regular job. If, if you could have a dream fight with anybody, who would that person be and why? A dream fight? Uh, yeah, probably, whether it, mixed, whether it be a mixed martial artist, a boxer, any weight class. Uh, any yeah, yeah, anyone. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, would you say, like, like prime Mike Tyson, like, like in a boxing ring, or like, would you, like, would you want to turn it into like an MMA fight to make it, like, to kind of take him into your world a bit? No, prime, prime Mike Tyson in a boxing ring. Just stand there with him, see who can hit yeah. who harder, <laughs> see who can actually hit who's head. 
not eat an uppercut or three. All right, all right. Well, before, um, let's say, like, you know, before you walk out to your fight, what's kind of going through your mind before you make your walk out? Are, you, are there, like, any specific thoughts that you always have, or it's all kind of a blur? Can you kind of talk us through that experience? Me, I'm just, you know, telling myself all the hard work is put in. It's, it's time to go out there and have some fun and show fans what, what you know, what I've been working for this whole time. And, you know, I'm just trying to block everything out, block the crowd noises out, you know, and it's just me and my team, and we're walking out there to do a job. There's nothing really specifically that I'm thinking about, maybe just going over the, some the things I do in my fight, you know, the basic stuff that, that could capitalize a win for him if I mess up on little basic things. So, you know, I'm just going over things in my head, keep my hands up, you know, chin down, you know, be ready to sprawl. Just little basic things like that. I'm just going over constantly in my head, the, the basic defenses that could get you in trouble. You know, when you're not in the cage, when you're not training or anything like that, what do you do maybe like in your free time? Do you have any like hobbies or any other professions or anything like that that you also put your attention towards? Uh, no, not really. Uh, I just I'm always in the gym, you know. Even when I don't have a fight or I'm not training, you know, I, I work at Boxing Incorporated with a bunch of great people in Tucson, Arizona. I teach boxing classes and and I teach kids boxing classes and you know. Uh, so I mean, I don't, I don't really have that many other hobbies than fighting and boxing. So I like to I like to be able with the fact that I don't have the pressure on training two or three times a day, and I like to be able to go home and sit down and hang out with my girlfriend, hang out with my friends and cook and just be close with the friends again because once fight camp starts, they know Nick don't come around no more. You know, mm -hmm. I turn into a grandpa. I go to bed early. I don't want to talk to nobody. I kind of push myself away from everybody. So after the fights, I just really, when I don't have a fight, I just really enjoy being with my family and being at home in Tucson and, you know, just accepting everything that I have and appreciating it more after a fight. Of course, yeah. And, you know, that that can definitely, that can also be a good thing because when you're training year-round, I mean, and you're constantly going to be in shape, um, even if you're not in a camp, I mean, you're always going to be ready to go if you need to step in on, on short replacement for a fight or if anything happens, then at least then you'll be prepared for it. Yes, sir. Got to stay prepared. Got to stay ready. Now, in the, in the weeks leading up to the fight, are, are you doing any uh, mental preparation or anything along those lines? Like, are you visualizing? Yeah, I'm visualizing a W, however it's given to me. Um, not a specific way. I, you know, I don't like to say I'm going to go do something, you know, because I'm not greedy. If someone wants to shoot in on me, I'll take a neck. If someone wants to stand with there with me, and then I'll take the KO. It, so... I just visualize a W, and I visualize just the the crowd after, and that's what I like to think about. Yeah, and um, I guess that kind of leads into this question. When you think about this fight, uh, how do you kind of see yourself winning this? Can we kind of get your, like, maybe official prediction on how you see this fight ending? Mm, I see it ending in the in the second or third. No, I, I can't really tell you how, but. That, that's that's when it's going to end. Second or third. I know it's going to be a war. Like you guys said, he's a tough opponent. I haven't fought nothing but tough opponents, so I'm used to just going in and having wars, and, you know, I, I want to – I'm just going to come out that W and just know I'm in for a war and know there's going to be a good show.
you know, when you're someone who fought Justin Gaethje in their amateur career, I really don't think that anyone can argue that you face no one but tough opponents, you know what I mean? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like you said, it's going to be second or third round stoppage. Don't know if it's going to be whether you get strikes or submission. You just know that, that you see it being a finish. Yes, I do see it being a finish. You know, if you wanted to shout out any sponsors or anything along those lines, what was yours? Um, uh, most definitely, uh, I have to give a shout out to FJW, uh, HWC Combat Security Fence Arizona, Rep TUC Clothing Line, Trident Bar and Grill, you know, damage control for keeping the, my uh, teeth that I have left in my mouth, uh, Tattoo Avenue for all the artwork they put on my body. American walk-in freezers and coolers, and then on top of all of them, you know, I have to thank all my gyms, you know, uh, Apex MMA down in Tucson Boxing Incorporated, you know, they've they've always showed me love, and uh, the newest member of my family, Team Wildman, I have to give them a good shout-out for letting me come out here with the team in Colorado and training and taking care of me and making sure that I have the best, and then uh, I shout-out to my family and all my friends and my loved ones. Thank you guys for all the support because, you know, without them, I probably wouldn't even be here. Yeah, awesome. You can see Nick Rhodes square off against Kurt Southern for the featherweight title at Prestige FC2 on March 12th. Nick, thank you for being here, and best of luck to you in your fight. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for having me. I'll uh, hopefully hear from you guys soon. And that was Nick Nyquil Rhodes. Guys, as always, thank you very much for joining us. I'd like to thank Rob Mead for helping me co-host. Rob, where can people find you? If you want to follow me, you can uh, check me out on Twitter, at Rob Mead MMA, or you can follow us along uh, on Facebook. Just look me up, Rob Mead. Check us out on Funky Monkey MMA, or at Funky Monkey MMA on Twitter, and uh, Facebook.com backslash the Funky Monkey MMA, and also our official website, FunkyMonkeyMMA.com. Yeah, of course. And, yeah, like Rob said, make sure to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at FunkyMonkeyMMA. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Kane E. Miller. And make sure to keep up with the site for the latest interviews and analysis pieces. We'll see you next time. MMA requires bone-grinding, hardcore training. You train hard to win. Kimuras and arm bars are taking a toll on your body. So remember to take care of your joints. Get Joint Balance Formula today, the joint supplement from Mixed Martial Artists. Joint Balance Formula contains glucosamine, chondroitin, MSN, green lipstick muscle, sharp cartilage, and a natural herbal pain reliever. Experience quick recovery from sore joints, train harder, heal faster, and feel awesome. Joint pain does not have to stand a chance. To order, call toll-free today at 844-254-8461. That toll-free number is 844-254-8461. Order your supply of Joint Balance Formula today. MMA Futures and Funky Monkey Radio partner together to bring you the latest fighter interviews and MMA news. Check out MMAFutures.com. You can listen to Funky Monkey MMA Radio on iTunes, Stitzer Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, Cash Roller, the TuneIn Radio app, MMAFutures.com, LoveMMA.com, MMARecords.com, and FightBookMMA.com. Funky Monkey Radio is sponsored by Altercation Clothing. If you never back down, then you're ready for an altercation. For the freshest news and notes on all things MMA, get over to FunkyMonkeyMMA.com. Interested in sponsoring the show? Then send an email to funkymonkeymma at gmail.com.
You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. MMA fans, are you looking for something to set you apart? Then check out AltercationClothing.com. Altercation Clothing is a brand with attitude, offering fans and fighters alike a variety of specialty shirts. If you won't back down, then you're ready for an altercation. Altercation Clothing can be found on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Altercation Clothing. Altercation Clothing is a proud sponsor of Funky Monkey MMA Radio. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA.